Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We glorify your name. We praise you, Father, for already your presence, Lord, this evening. Such a great atmosphere, Lord, that we can feel the Holy Spirit already moving. Father, maybe we came with sad faces, but now, Father, we can already rejoice and see that your presence is here. Lord, we glorify your name. We thank you. We know that our Redeemer lives, Father. Because you live, we shall live also, Lord. Father, you have great promises for us, and we know that, Father, you'll make them fulfilled. Lord, we love you. We give you the glory and the honor. May the life of Jesus Christ continue, Father, to flow through our veins as we commit ourselves to you, Father. We have every situation under your control, Father. Even the needs that have been presented this evening, Lord, you are the healer. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God who healeth all our diseases, Father. You are the same one who can fill you with the Holy Ghost. The same one, Father, who can position people. Father, let the Holy Spirit have the full preeminence, Father. We commit the remainder of the service in your hands, Father. Thank you for the cloud. Thank you for the revelation of the word. Thank you for the opening of the word. Thank you for the enforcer, the Holy Spirit. Lord, we glorify your name and we thank you. We just stand at your promise and we keep pressing on, moving forward, Father, knowing that the general, the five-star general is on our side. Lord, we love you and we thank you. Brother, may you help me, Father, as I will be delivering the message this evening. May you bless your people, those who are here present and those who will be listening. Let the word of God find place and a room in our heart, Father. We thank you for every gift this, here this evening. Father, preparing the atmosphere for the word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Amen. Thank you, Brother John. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, brothers and sisters. The clock cannot show the, the hour if every part of that clock is working together. So each part of a church is important, and we thank God for that. I'd like to share with you a, a thought in my heart. In Acts 7, Seventh chapter of Acts. Verse 8, um, 7 and 8 actually says, And the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God, and after that shall they come forth and serve me in this place. This is Stephen speaking. And it says, He gave him. The covenant of circumcision, so Abraham begat Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. And Isaac begat Jacob and Jacob begat the twelve patriarchs. And I invite you again to go to Joshua 5. Joshua 5, 1 to 5 says, it came to pass when all the kings of the Amorites, which were on the side of Jordan west, were than all the kings of the Canaanites, which were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted, neither was their spirit in them anymore because of the children of Israel. I believe we still have the same God, Amen. 
When God is working in our midst, the enemy is trembling. When the weakest of the believers can just kneel down and pray, heaven is listening and hell is trembling. Praise be to God. At a time, the Lord said unto Joshua, Make these sharp knives and circumcise again the children the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the heel of the, at the, heel of the foreskins. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise all the people that came out of Egypt that were males. Even old men of war died in the wilderness, by the way, after they came out. Of Egypt. Now all the people that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness, by the way, as they came forth out of Egypt, them they had not circumcised. May God bless his word. Can I have your seat? As I promised last time, uh, just to let someone know that I wanted to go through to the talk about a little bit about the third pool, and I uh, just thought that uh, I believe that I felt led to, to go a little bit this way before I touch that, so, so. The right atmosphere and everything, I think, oh God, your grace be upon me, because I wanted really to, it's going to be a little bit of a different service this evening, but I believe that's going to be a preparation for something greater on the way, as God is moving, amen? Just believe that you can be with me for the few, the thought is simple, but just want you to maybe build on it and see what God is going to work on the young people's meeting and what God is going to work through the services on, on Sunday. So we just see how the move of God is keep going. Amen? Amen? I'm going to talk about the sign of circumcision. Sign of circumcision. The first time that this, that sign was given, it was given to Abraham and it was given to him in Genesis 17. 9.14, could have read it at the beginning, but it won't let you sit. It says, nine fourteen, And God said unto Abraham, I shall keep my covenant, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in thy generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man... Child among you shall be circumcised, and he shall circumcise, and he shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. So it shall be a token for the covenant. It will be the confirmation of my covenant that I have with you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger who is not of thy seed, he that is born of thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised. My covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. It's not a temporary covenant. It will be an everlasting covenant in the natural for Israel and for the spiritual it will be for the bride until. And the uncircumcised man child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He, he had broken my covenant. The token of the covenant makes Isaac different from, the, from Ishmael. Because when, when Abraham and God gave, when God gave, when God gave, when God gave that covenant, the token of the covenant to Abraham, it was right there after a few years that it had to be fulfilled. God had to fulfill his promise to Abraham. But when, when, when he had Ishmael, 
He didn't have that token of the covenant. It was not included in that covenant. It was not included in that covenant that God had with Abraham. So to make a complete separation between the two children, even though they were born from the same father, but they were not part of the same covenant. It's a different covenant that God is dealing between Israel, between Abraham and the seed, which is Israel in the natural. And we know that we are in the spiritual, we are the spiritual Jews, the real Jews. That's the covenant that God has with us. It is an everlasting covenant. It cannot be broken. And whoever tried to broken that covenant shall be removed. Amen. That covenant was so important that it was a matter of death and life. It was a matter of death and life because himself, he says, the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh or his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people because he has tried to break my covenant. It is so important that you keep that covenant. No matter who your father is, no matter who's your background, no matter what you're trying to do, you have to make sure that you keep that covenant because the covenant God himself has set, that God himself has put that you have to follow. Amen. If the child is not obeying that, he has been taken up. No matter he is the son of the Levite, the son of the high priest, the son of a prophet, that token of the covenant had to be respected. Amen. You are going to hear me, bear with me my language. Could be a little bit, uh, maybe sometimes try to put too graphic, but no, pray that you go a little bit on the spiritual realm because the spiritual realm is talking about the circumcision of the heart. Amen? But the Bible sometimes can be a little bit, talk of El Shaddai or circumcision or the seed of a man. You can use a term that can maybe be um, stubborn or, that to say, hard for people, but go beyond that. Amen? Amen? Before going further, because that's why I want to put the emphasis, in Romans 2, 28, it says, For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of man, but of God. God is more interested in the circumcision of the heart than anything else that he gave as a type for Israel to represent something greater. Amen. In the new covenant, it's not the physical one that counts the circumcision of the heart, as I said, because in Galatians 5, 6, he has said again, For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith that works, that works by love. The faith that works through love. Amen. The faith has to come to the level of perfect faith or perfect love. It has to do things through the love of God. You don't do things because by law, because you have been, things have been put on you. You do things because of the love of God working through you. Remember 1 Corinthians 13 says, no matter what you do, you can speak different language, you can do miracles, you can change, you can change different things. But if you don't have charity inside of you, it profiteth you nothing. So that's why we need perfect love in our heart. God, give us that perfect love because in order to go on the other side, you need that perfect love. We need that perfect love. Even the Old Testament, the real emphasis was really the heart. Jeremiah 4.4 says, Circumcise yourself to the Lord and take away the four skins of your heart. Ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. Oh, how similar is it close to Malachi 4? Remember, I send you Elijah the prophet to turn your heart. It's a ministry that deals with the heart unless it comes and smites you with a curse. It's a ministry of the heart. I know I talked about the heart a couple of services here, but it's still important here. Romans 4, 9, 11, going to put some scriptures here. And he received the sign of the circumcision. That's actually where I took my title. It's easy. He received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet been uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them, believe, of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. 
The righteousness was imputed to Abraham. That was imputed to Abraham. It was imputed to Abraham when Abraham was still uncircumcised. That alliance or that covenant was given to him when he was still uncircumcised, showing that the righteousness is by faith. It's not by your action. It's not by your works. It is by faith. By faith are we saved. By faith are we saved. We are saved by grace through faith. Amen. That's why we believe in the word of God. We believe that it has to be the work of the Holy Spirit working from the inside to the outside. It's not by what you try to fabricate from the outside. God, may God make that a reality once again. Move from the inside going to the outside. Amen. So, righteousness is by faith, but if we stop there, and that's where many people make the mistake saying, I just believe, and that's enough. You know, the evidence of the baptism is just believing the message, and that's enough. Believing is very good, but it's not enough in order to inherit the land. You must also receive the sign of circumcision. Satan believes and knows that Jesus Christ is the Lord. He knows that William Branham is the prophet of the age. He has been kicked out many times, so he recognized that that's the prophet of the Lord. Remember, whenever that he comes to a situation that was hard, he will, he, will take, he will mention the commission that the angel gave him. Remember, according to the commission that the angel has given me, I cast you out. He knew who William Branham was. But he believes, he knows who he is, but he's trembling. The bride believes, but the fear is coming out because she knows who is her husband is. And her husband is the word of God. I don't want to decrystallize anyone or any more stress or anything, but I want to talk to the seed of Abraham just to emphasize on the sign of circumcision. Galatians 6.15 says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. So if there is anything that availeth anything, it's only the new creature. Are you born again since you believed? Abraham believed, but God gave him also the sign of circumcision. To confirm, to confirm the faith that he had in God. Amen. So the prophet says, Abraham believed God by faith and given him the seal of circumcision as a confirmation of his faith. And when you say you've got faith in God, God is under obligation if your faith is right to give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost right there to confirm that he has accepted your faith. I like that kind of language because it puts the, it put the burden outside. That's not my problem. I just need to believe in him. I have faith in him. The work of God accepting he is obligated to his own word to fulfill his own word through me. So hold on your faith because your faith is the purchasing power. As long as it's sincere, God is under obligation to fulfill his own word. Amen. The importance of the heart, Jesus Christ says, For out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, thefts and false witness and blasphemies. Those are manifestations for something happening in the heart. The heart is what you see in the outside. is only the manifestation of what is inside. Even to the point that the law was given because of the hardness of the heart of the people. That's why the law was given. But Jesus replied and told to them, it was not so from the very beginning. We thank God that the message brings us back to the very beginning. To the thought of God. To how he thought about us. Amen. Just to put a point here, how God valued so much in the shadow. In Exodus 4, 24, 26, the Bible says, It came to pass by the way in the inn that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. God was after Moses because the child was innocent. Zipporah had to intervene and she circumcised the child and turned the wrath of God. No matter how, God, no matter how Moses was the greatest of the prophets, one of the greatest of the prophets in the Old Testament, 
But because he was not following how to keep the token of the covenant, God was after his own prophet. Oh, how serious it is. The sign of circumcision is for everyone, regardless of the age, as long as you are above eight days. And I believe all of us, we are above eight days. Maybe babies, but they're not here. <laughs> Maybe they're here, but... When we can see a child, when we can see in the age a child, as little as he is, seven years old, eight years old, don't put out that message, it's only for the... For the old people. No, the message is for everyone. It applies to everyone. If God can touch you already at your tender age, don't push it aside. Don't know. That doesn't concern me. God is still talking to you even at the early age because he can fill you with the Holy Ghost. It doesn't depend on the age. You can be as young as seven years old. You can be as old as 99 as Abraham. He can still give you the sign of circumcision. It applies to you. Don't put it to someone else. It applies to you. Amen. Abraham received circumcision as a seal that God accepted the righteousness of his faith. If you say you believe God and with all your heart, God will give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost to seal you in the kingdom of the God, of the God to recognize your true faith in God. So what does circumcision means? The circumcision is actually means to, to take, to cut off the, to cut off the, to cut off the, 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 extra, the extra things that are not part, that not part, that should not have any benefit to do anything that is hindering, anything that there's no benefit, God wants to remove it. The prophet says the Holy Ghost is a circumcision. What circumcision do? It cuts off surplus flesh, all the things of the world. It circumcises you away from the things of the world, the love of the world, the love of the flesh, and the pride of life. Oh, we can see some of the things that are still there, the pride of life. Oh, oh, I cannot behave a certain way. I cannot accept. Sometimes we refuse the word of God because of the pride of life. But the Holy Ghost is there to cut off all these things. And the bride says, Amen. Cut all these things because they have no part of me. They are not useful to me. It just circumcises you from that. You have nothing to do with it. It does it itself and puts you in love with Jesus Christ, with an undying love. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. God says perils and trials and prisons and everything else, nothing present, nothing future can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And of course, Israel and the church. So there is one baptism of the Holy Ghost, but there are many refillings. The word is still cutting. The word is still removing. The word is still washing. The word is still removing. You need, we need to make ourselves available for the word to cut those things off. The word is still the sharp, like it's still the sword of God. It's still sharp like a two-edged sword. It cuts coming, going, inward, outward, everywhere. It's that what circumcises us. It's the word of God that circumcises us. Circumcision just cuts off the surplus flesh, the things that we ought not to have, the things that we shouldn't have. That's what the Word of God is doing. The Word of God is the circumciser. Oh, I like that. It cuts off the surplus flesh. The Word of God is the thing that the Spirit, but when I'm says, in that seed shall possess the gate of the enemy, the Word of God is the thing that the Holy Spirit uses. No creeds, no denominations, but the word is what separates us from the things of the world. It cuts us away, our ideas and things, and wholly consecrate us to God. We thank God for the word of God. <laughs> now we come to Joshua. Joshua is talking to his people. You are in the land of promise. You are the people who have to possess this land. You know already what God did with your fathers and in the wilderness and all the miracles that God has done. Now we are in the land. Now we are in the land. Now we have the promises. Now we know where we are standing. Now we know that the message is the truth. Now you have seen what he has done. But I have to give you one warning. You have to be circumcised. <laughs> 
talked to them, probably mentioned to them, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I don't know if I gave you that, but we still have a little time. I think we can read that. Familiar scripture. Let me know if I will read it, but... 1 Corinthians 10, it says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea. Probably the Holy Ghost, Joshua is the Holy Ghost, is the representation, is the type of the Holy Ghost, reminding the people, you know what your father did, how they were all baptized under Moses in the cloud and in the sea. You have seen the sea cloud and you have seen what God has done. But did all the same spiritual meat? They have ate the meat in a the manner. They have ate the spiritual meat in a manner. And did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. The rock is still Christ. Amen. But with many of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our example to the intent that we should not last after evil, after evil things as they also lasted. This still Joshua, talking to them. Neither be idolaters as were some of them as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication. So we repeat all that concerns their fathers and we see what the things that they have done for the fathers but they couldn't come to this land because their faith what, they, what was preached to them was not mixed with the faith what is being preached to you has to be mixed with faith you have to believe it as your personal revelation don't put testimonies only in the past. Make those testimonies a reality in your life. If Jesus Christ healed in the time of Brother Adam, he's still the healer today. If Jesus Christ lived in the time of Brother Adam, he's still the healer today. It is my message. It is my word. It is the gospel that God has given to me. Amen. Amen. So some of them, Joshua 5, guess some of them could say, but Joshua, we're already in land. We see our enemies. We need to overcome. We need to go and overcome them right away. We tell them, you know, first of all, you have to come and I will circumcise you. Verse 3, and Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children. So one of the ones to come to Joshua, and Joshua had to circumcise. Joshua, the Holy Ghost, is still in the business of circumcising. Oh, it's hard. It's very hard. There's no anesthesia. It's very hard. It's still in the business of circumcising because he knows that in order to be a real overcomer in this land, you have to be part of the covenant. You have to make sure that everything is right. Yes, the third pool has the power, but what is the condition of your heart to make sure that you're in the right condition for the heart in order to have the overcoming power in this time? Remember victory. You know, remember character is a victory rather. If they give you power without the real character, you're going to create more damage than if it was not given unto you. Lord, make the condition of our heart more in line with the word of God. Then we'll see the power of God to be manifested. Let's say, Joshua, we have seen the pillar of fire. We saw it coming down on the tent. We have seen the cloud. We have the ark of the covenant, Joshua. We live in the houses where the tapes are played the day and night. Speaking about miracles, we have seen how looking at the brazen serpent people were healed. We have seen how we conquered when Moses held up the hand that Israel prevailed. We have seen how the Amalekites were killed. We have seen that. God is now missed. Yes, God is now missed. But you need to make sure that you are circumcised. We have seen the river Jordan be split as the priest's feet touch the water. What an awesome God we serve. Joshua will still say, that is good. I believe that there are more to come. Many more things are to come. 
just reading the message of I was listening also one place brother Banam says in the adoption says that's the reason we are preaching about adoption you call this the disease the greater disease that's going to come that's why I'm preaching about adoption that's why I'm preaching about making sure that you have the seal of God make sure that you have the Holy Ghost it's not the time to try to postpone things the time to make sure that God I'm in line with you it's not time to play in church anymore it's time to God make my heart right with you Lord Joshua will say, all is good, but what about your hidden condition? What about your private life that people don't see? Because the area that nobody else sees, but you have to come in the presence of the Holy Ghost. Himself has to cut it and make sure that he removes. You suffer a few days, it might be hurt, but it's good for you because the victory that's coming next, Jericho is there. You will have the victory, Amen. but let that first do this. But I'm born in the message. I don't go to movies. I don't wear dirty clothes. I'm a good person, morally speaking. But have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Since you were born in the message, have you received the Holy Ghost? It's good, but in order to inherit the land the Lord has given to you, it's already your possession. This is what you have to do in order to remove the reproach of Egypt. I've never, but Joshua, I've never been in Egypt. I've never been in the world. Yes, you have never been in the world. You have never been in Egypt. You are born in the wilderness. But you need the token of the covenant. Joshua, but you know, I'm married. My wife can do that or my friend can do that. Why you have to do that? It has to be the Holy Ghost doing that. Joshua 5, 9. And the Lord said unto Joshua... This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you, wherefore the name of the place is called Gilgal unto this day. The generation had never been in Egypt, but Egypt was still in them. Only after the circumcision was the reproach of Egypt rolled away. We have left denominations. Some of us were never born in denominations. But without the Holy Ghost, you are still men who have denominations inside of you. Ideas of denomination because this flesh was born in sin and it was born in iniquities. But you need the Holy Ghost for the Holy Ghost to remove the reproach of denominations, the reproach of Laodicea. You might say this for the young people, but some people could say, I'm already born again. It takes half the token. But I still believe there is some further cutting that can happen. The prophet says that the word of God is the sword. Deuteronomy 10, 16, I'll just read it for you. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no more stiff-necked. The stubbornness is one of the things that can be circumcised or we can be circumcised from. But I preach one message and if you can still go back to it, it's still good. If you still stop suffering with having a spirit of stubbornness, still stubborn spirit, you can't believe, you can't believe to remove something. Let me tell you, be in the presence of the Holy Ghost because he's still the circumciser. He can cut it off. The tournament 30 Six, and the Lord thy God will circumcise thy heart and the heart of thy seed to love, the, to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. If there is anything in front of you that you cannot see that is something that your heart cannot get away from it, let your heart be circumcised by the Holy Spirit. But when, when he came in the land of the promise, they needed a cutting from the word of God. Yes, we, as we are listening to the word of God, let it be an opportunity for the word of God to continue to cut us. To continue to cut anything that is not useful. As you are listening to the tape, don't let it just be something that is going on the side. Make the attitude yourself as you are listening to it. Lord, I'm listening to this tape. Is there anything inside of me that you can cut off from me? Cut it off, Lord. 
I don't just want it to be as a, as a listening, as a noise in the background, or as a sermon I've listened, or a sermon I can think of what is in the level of knowledge. Father, is there anything that I can hear from it that can help me to catch the things that are still bothering me? We need to die daily. We, can't, we need a constant cleansing by the word of God. So say that I won't belong. John 13, 10 says, Jesus said to him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every week. You are clean, but not all. Yes, you can be clean, washed by the blood of the Lamb, but you still need the washing of the Word of God because your feet represent your daily walk. Daily walk, you make mistakes, you stumble, they're still sting, t- attaching to you. Maybe you, did not, you didn't want it, but they're still attached to you. Lord, may you remove it. Lord, may you sanctify me. Lord, may you cleanse it. That's why we listen to tape. That's why we come to church, to cleanse our mind, to cleanse our thinking. It is important in this time of Laodicea that different voices going around, let the voice of God have the full preeminence in our heart. I usually don't have, but each day we need a cleansing for our daily walk. Exodus 46, 7 says, That shall sell the altar, that shall set the altar of the burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, and that shall set the laver between the tent of the congregation and the altar, and they shall put water therein. So in the order there, I'm trying to emphasize, there is a brazen altar of sacrifice. Your sins have been forgiven. You are justified. But after that, there is a lava for cleansing, representing you need continual cleansing. You need continual washing by the word of God. I want to put an example here. John 15 says, John 15, 1, 2 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Every man, every branch rather, in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth that it may bring forth more fruit. If you have no fruit, it will be cut off. Removed, completely cut off. That's why denominations are completely cut off, removed. They're not part of it, completely removed. Bearing fruit, you still need more pruning in order to bear more fruit. <laughs> but Lord, I'm already bearing more fruit. I'm, I'm already good. I'm already, I already do this. I already do this. I do a little bit of prayer in the morning. But Lord, prune me again. Prune me again, Lord. I need more fruit. If you need more fruit, Lord, prune me again. But I don't do this, Lord. Prune me again. Circumcise my heart. Circumcise my heart. In order for me to bear more fruit, I need to cut more of myself so that you can have the preeminence. Let me decrease and let you increase inside of me. We have a promise that the bride is not graft a grafted branch. No, no, no. She's not a grafted branch. If that orange tree ever put out another limb itself, it will bear oranges like it did at the beginning. Like this God, because we know that we are not just grafted into it, but we are from the original branch, from the original God, amen, the original birth, from the original seed. That's where we are coming from, but we need just more pruning. God, may you prune on of the world and let you have the full preeminence. The greatest enemy is ourselves. If we are taken off of the way, it can easily conquer the Jebusite, the Canaanite, and the land belongs to us. Joshua is reminding us the land belongs to you. Everything belongs to you. What you need is more cutting because the land is already there. Do you know that in order to cast demons, you need love? Sometimes we go the wrong way. Oh, I need this, I need this, I need this. You need love to cast the demons. The simple thing that we neglect on the side, that are sometimes the things that have the greatest power that we should focus on. 
But Abraham says that the greatest force, love is the greatest force. How can you overcome that hatred? He says, this is still my note. Let me read what he's saying. And you never cast the devil out by the wrong attitude. It takes love to do that. And love is the most powerful force that there is in the world. Now, if you notice, the devil is always hate. Hate is of the devil. But when people hate someone, remember, it is a terrible devil to, to despise or dislike. You must not do that. Remember that Jesus said in his sermon when he prayed, Our Father who art in heaven, when he came down, he said, If you don't from your heart forgive every man his trespasses, neither does your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. You must not do that. Question and answers in 1959. Still have a little time, so. Prophet says, let me say this to you as your brother. I'm just passing 26 years old, the old day. You know, you know that didn't you a man to the second time. So I don't know how long it will be with you. I don't know about that. But let's tell you a little secret. The most powerful force in the world isn't speaking with tongues, or interpreting tongues, or being honored by God to be a minister, or to be an evangelist, or to be a prophet. The most powerful weapon that I ever found in my life is love. William Branham, tell us more about how to get great gifts and all the different things. Start with the ABC. Sometimes we look for great things. The secret is sometimes in the little things. He said, for this saying, the devil left your daughter. Say good things then. Say something good about somebody. Talk about Jesus. Say something loyal. Something real. That's the way to get rid of devils. He never said, he never prayed for the girl. He just said one thing about her being healed. She just said, for this saying, for this saying, oh, I'm going through a hard time and different things. I know. Just say the right thing. Because it's the flesh that builds us to say things and we feel good to, to say things, to comfort ourselves and our flesh. But the soul is feeding upon the word of God. Let, oh God, say what your word says about me rather than what my flesh is trying to tell me. Let me say something good about your word. Then something will happen. Yeah. You can wonder today in this time of festivity, this time I know what we are going through, Myself, I'm battling with that. But just remember the time of today is December 16th. On this December 16th in 1961, 69, 59, rather, the prophet preached the message, what is the Holy Ghost? Today, 16 December, and he put a series, three series of services, and he's talking to the people in this time, what we need, the most important thing we need, it is the Holy Ghost. Now, what is the Holy Ghost? What is the Holy Ghost given for? How to get the Holy Ghost? Question and answers. In this time of December, can be different, distracted by different things. But God, how is the condition of my heart? That's the most important thing. The message says, if you stay right there, if you stay all night, stay the next day, stay the next day, stay through the holidays, stay till the first of the year, stay on, stay until. Oh, but I thought that holidays are time to relax and time. There's no relaxing if there is no total deliverance. It's festival period, but look at the attitude of the prophet. Is this okay? That called me, and I was thinking about it, and was debating whether I should prepare more. And I was thinking, put what I already had. And God woke me up in the middle of the night, or I had to go 
let Brother Banham speak in the background. Je vais let him run. And at the time that I just woke up, he was talking, I didn't take that quote, but he was talking about, he was himself repenting. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry I've done things. What about you people? What do you have in your heart? You still have hatred and different things he's mentioning. You still have this. You still love the things of the world. You still love things. That's the time now. Oh, Lord. I'll just speak it. The other night at around a little after midnight, my wife and I, after setting up and praying and talking to the Lord, across a little footstool, our front room with two open Bibles, we consecrated ourselves anew to God for a complete service that we would surrender our own wills and everything and every negative thought and to serve the Lord Jesus. And I trust that being your attitude too, that you've done the same thing, that when we are coming tonight, we are coming upon holy ground among a people who has been praying and fasting and making restitutions, making restitutions and getting ready to receive something from God. And I know that that will come hungry, will not go away hungry, but God will feed with the bread of life. Maybe let be that attitude for Sunday, God feed us more. Why me today? Starting already today, God, may you catch anything from me and feed me more and more and more and more. Don't just be too sad. Oh no, I'm sad. You know, we won't be gathering together. Things. I'm also sad a little bit to some point, to natural, like this period together and family and different things. Maybe on the flesh and eating good food during time, different visiting, different. Maybe you might have it, maybe you might not have it, depending on how it goes. But no matter what happens in the outside, Lord, let this time be a time when I can have shut down, shut in with you personally, to have a personal and a closer work with you. Lord, I want more in my life. I don't know what is ahead of me. I don't know what is on our way. We have never walked this way before, but we know that the same angel was with William Barnum. He's still with us and he's going to lead us all the way to the millennium. Maybe what can I do for others? I believe that we are so close. What is the Holy Ghost? I believe that we are so close to the coming of the Lord Jesus that it behoove us to do all that we could possibly possibly can to bring every soul to the kingdom and to bring the kingdom to the people that we might be healed of our spirit. I believe that the body of Jesus Christ, and he goes on speaking that. I just want to close here. Musicians can come. They're coming to read this quote, Brother Banham. What is the Holy Ghost? But when we are in Christ... We become Abraham's seed, and heirs with Christ. Therefore, no matter who we are, Jew or Gentile, and the seed of Abraham, the seed of Abraham has the faith of Abraham who takes God at his word. Regardless of how ridiculous it seems, how unusual you act, how peculiar it makes you, you take God at his word regardless of anything. As we are in this land, let me tell you, we need to take the word of God at his word. Because when we take God at his word, he is obligated to his own word. Amen. Lord, you can play something softly, don't mind. Lord, I'm in the land of promise. You have already paved the way. We are inside of it. Brother Banam had to suffer so many things for us to be where he had. He had to suffer to, against opposition, different things. In order to get where we are. Maybe the elders, brother Harold, brother Ed, had to fight all the way to get us where we are. The parents went through different things to get us where we are. To have a structure, the church that is so well structured by God's grace, they had to go through many things, separation, whatever it is, to get us where we are. Now, what is the condition of our heart? How precious it is, the message for us. How lightly sometimes we take things lightly. 
May God make us more sincere. just be content that the fact that you are in church that you know the mystery of the third pool and great mysteries of the world do you have the token of the covenant while you are in the land because in order to overcome and inherit inherit your inheritance you need the circumcision of your heart remove all the superficial things traditions oh I have heard that before I know where it's going. Lord, I want the word to prune my heart. More than anything. I'm saying I give myself away. I give myself away. myself Yeah.